Hello, and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Tonight, we are joined by Ellen Mint. <laughs> welcome to the room, Ellen. How are you this evening? I'm pretty good. <laughs> You're pretty good? You well, like my little... Yeah. You like my little cheer? <laughs> it's, it's <Yeah>! great. <laughs> we, we can always get a little exuberant. Let's see. Um, wait a minute. Here we go. <laughs> we can always do a little music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's see what we got. Some one. of those like party favors. <laughs> right? Let's yep. see. What else do I got here? We're there we go. <laughs> We got a few things over here. <laughs> so how are you this evening? Good, good. It, good. It's been oh. kind of like windy, rainy on and off, which is always fun. <laughs> oh, whereabouts are you again? Uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. All right. Because we just got 80 today and it was glorious. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we had a couple days of 80 and then it just went all the way down <laughs> and, oh. uh, and then it went cold and i was like oh my gosh i really want to move <laughs> there, there was so. like a week of 90 in april and that one was oh. like no too early i'm sorry too oh. early can we at least get because it went from like 40 to 90 and then oh. it went right back down again it was like too soon <laughs> oh, did you get this. did you get tornado weather after that uh, weirdly, we don't get much tornado weather anymore. Oh, it, it's, man. It's moved. We used to. Like, when I was a kid, we would, yeah, like, May was tornado season. Like, every time, mm. like, five to six, there was a good chance you'd have a tornado. But oh, I haven't had man. one in a couple of years. <laughs> Knock on wood. Generally, yeah. and I better find a real piece of wood for this. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, we don't get them too close to us, but they have been in the area, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little scary. bad because it's like if you don't have the infrastructure for it, <clears throat> we since we live in the alley, like we all have basements and everyone's trained how to do it from like kid up. But as it moves, mm. it's like, ooh, no one's really prepared for it anymore. No, yeah, we have a basement. We've got the little, um, I guess, where our uh, pump is in that in the main house. <laughs> But we have other prop. We have other pieces on our property. So, like where I'm at, if a tornado comes, we're just done. We're just done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're flying out of here, literally. And I'll probably try to do a podcast as I float by someone else's house. <laughs> <clears throat> so, as we drift away from the weather, me floating from my she shed here, let's talk about adorable heroes. To explain that to me. Um. I basically kind of the opposite of the alpha hole where it's that sort of sweet but often dorky guy who doesn't necessarily say the right thing or he isn't all dominant and domineering he's the more charming awkward one on the side okay where where do you find this draw for that type of character um i mean i just i've always kind of preferred that type of guy and in some ways, it's kind of more fun to write where they like kind of mess up and they have to double back and think about what they want to talk about or they aren't just instantly perfect and they don't just sweep you off your feet because it gives you more drama to play with than just 
oh, I'm already Captain Perfect, except for this like one dark thing you have to overcome. Instead, there's sort of mm. more of a melding and coming together. Right. So would you say that your main character for your men, your adorable heroes, would you say they're more closer to reality? Um, I mean, that's always one of those hard things to say. I, like, I try <clears throat> to always have my characters, like, inject them, I guess, with reality. So, and it's mm -hmm. not that there aren't, like, domineering men out there. There aren't, you know, there aren't men that are like that, obviously, but there are also a lot of the, like, sweeter, weirder ones and it's sort of just a balance of trying to find how do I build you up? Like, where do I want to get you from? Do you have this kind of background? Do you have this kind of like past trauma you're overcoming? Like, is there something uh -huh. walked out on you? Do you have like issues around relationships or uh, have you just, you know, kind of always been passed over? Like I have one character where uh, in my, happily ever austin series which is kind of a contemporary retelling of austin books um i did sense and sensibility but i gender swapped it so it uh -huh. was the guy that was like a super romantic lovelorn and um i specifically made him short because like you don't really get a lot of short you know oh yeah they're, <laughs> they're all kings. tall yes yeah they're all and <laughs> broad and gorgeous yes yes i get you <laughs> and you know that's kind of like what i like to read but whatever <laughs> yeah 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 i get it and it was one of those where it's like in that series i kind of like to do different like in, right in the first one I get it. a retelling of um pride and prejudice i you know the the darcy stand-in who i named hardy was mm -hmm. um he's older and he was kind of starting to bald and it's like he was kind of a teenage music heartthrob when he was younger but that sort of made him hard and like he just, you know, cut off from people. And then in the Madeline's Park, which was Mansfield's <clears throat> Park retelling the main hero Everett, he's actually suffered from relationship abuse. Like the last two relationships he's in, he was the one abused and he's struggled coming to terms with that being this like super masculine man. But, you know, mm -hmm. he can't really admit to what he's been through until he can move on and find love and right. that kind of thing. Gotcha. So with heroes on our mind, tell us your superhero power of genetics. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not. It's like... <laughs> Wait a minute. We need we next week. Yeah, there we Yay. go. <laughs> now we'll give you a little giggle. <laughs> There you go. So anyways, as we were saying. Um, well, my background's in animal science, genetics kind of stuff. So I would do work on like dairy cattle and sussing out the yield. Um, there, It's kind of also tied in with cell lines. So I did a lot of like cell culture where you would take, say, um, I think we were working on lipids. So fat cells from dairy cattle, and then you would grow them in a cell line, which is a Pain in the butt, I would like to add. Because, mm. <laughs> like, most of the cells people work on are immortal cell lines, so they're like cancer cell lines. But uh -huh. taken right from the animal means that you get like seven splits, give or take, and then they're dead. <laughs> so it was oh, just wow. a, ton of, it's a ton of fun, challenging work. But I did a lot of work on RNA, which I feel like people are more aware of now after COVID. 
<laughs> okay. Now, RNA is Yeah, I was gonna um, I was gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, okay. DNA is is highly stable. It's your basically genetic library. RNA mm -hmm. is kind of like an ebook you check out that will disintegrate in an hour or so. Oh like, wow. RNA RNA does not last very long, so it's a pain in the butt to work with. Right. Um yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can only really have it out for a couple hours and then it's degraded and gone because of the way and and this is very similar to dna uh rna basically how it works is you've got your dna and then it unzips mm -hmm. and okay. you'll have the messenger rna come in and read it and it forms almost the exact same base pairs because you've got gcat and when the RNA comes in, it changes that T for a U. And what that does is it, it basically kind of makes it more malleable. So then it can read the codons and mm -hmm. make whatever like um, protein it needs. So whatever it's re sorry, reading. And then um, because of that U, it's not as stable. What's interesting is it's thought that like RNA was the basis. Like we began as just like little strips of RNA that then kind of became DNA. Just kind of interesting uh -huh. since RNA again is not stable. It doesn't last very long, but <laughs> no, I'm actually fascinated. I'm actually fascinated. <laughs> to be honest, I do think that that is a superhero. I mean, come on. I mean, scientists. I mean, what book? You know, I'm Sarah. When you talk about superheroes, what don't they usually start out with from a scientist, right? Because you yeah. go right in like, yeah. <laughs> And I believe that that's how you met your husband as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, it's funny because I'm an animal scientist and he's a food scientist. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Well, hey, every, every animal needs food. <laughs> <laughs> so you have 26 titles to your name. Tell me about the kind of drive it takes to write 26 books. Oh, <laughs> I think it's I have an insatiable muse that just needs to be fed. Like I have the issue of basically fractal ideas where I will work on one book and then I have like five ideas, but you know, you can only write one of mm. them and then that yeah. becomes another five ideas and I just need to keep trying to feed it. <laughs> right. But the, still, if you think about it, um, I'd have to actually think about the exact date that I wrote my first book. And this is me estimating because I would actually mm -hmm. have to go look. Yeah. I think I it was remember. around. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was around 2010, 2009, mm -hmm. something like that. And I've written 12 and I have five unfinished pieces of work. Yeah. <laughs> um, not nothing real recent. Well, I have a few of them that have been recent, but so I'm just like wondering, um, 26 books and when i was looking at your work um if i go back to one of the earlier ones that i can see um mm -hmm. and you mentioned it i earlier with your pride and prejudice um take which was yep. pride and pancakes i think yep. from 2019 <laughs> okay all right and <laughs> that's from the happily ever austin series now is 2019 the first year that you started writing books um no like, no okay <laughs> i did a couple before that i was in okay. like a, a lucky anthology and i also self-published a couple in 2018 if i remember okay. yeah 
And I'd written okay. it before then as well. Okay. So in 2018, I mean, that's not that quite, that's not that long ago. We're only in 2023. Yeah. So 26 books. So tell me about that. I mean, are you still doing your genetics or is writing now your full time? Uh, yeah. Writing is full time now. Full time. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about the drive. Tell me what, I mean, let's let's talk the time frame. I, I guess we'll break it down. I'll make it a little okay. bit easier to, for to <laughs> grasp onto. Um, let's talk about your time frame. So you start your book. Are mm -hmm. novels, novellas, which are they? Mostly not. Yeah, novels. Any more like okay? I'm, I'm getting up to about a hundred thousand words with books lately. Okay. Well. But... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Landslide novel. Okay. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Because yeah, forty thousand. Forty thousand is my limit. I love novella. <laughs> So, and I already I told you, I have, I have, I have so five much. on my desk, so my drive is not as high. That's why I'm curious. I, like, so I just okay, have okay. so much plot. I have so much plot in my head. Like, I, I, I'm one of those people where if you want a romance with a lot of plot and action, then yeah, you're gonna love my books because I just like to tell convoluted, kind of twisted stories where mm -hmm. things don't always go the way you expect, or just there's lots of surprises in a way. And yeah, it's just, it's been ballooning out where I'm like, no, stop. And there's too many subplots. Why are you want attention? And <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's go back to the little bit on the time frame. Okay, okay. So a thousand word books. All right. And so we, now we know they just pour out of you. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, lucky you. <laughs> Cause like I said, I mean, for me, I, like I said, I still have five on my desk and it's yeah. finding time to get it all, you know what I mean? Time to get yeah. down and sit down and do it. Yeah, so.
not not the time to actually take in and give you the review. So that is something, and you must take that away as being a great accomplishment. Am I right? I mean, I, I do have a, a wonderful art team, and like they're they're so great, and they help <clears throat> a ton. And I, I've done a few, you know. Um, I did right. use, use Book Sprout. I don't really anymore, but I, I've right. run a few, you know, arcs to get reviews, and I have had. I've had my newsletter for three years now. I three think. years. Okay. And all right. That is one thing I'm like, if you're an author, get a newsletter. Like, holy cow, you have to do it. Because right. social media can change on a dime. You could just lose everything. You have no control. But with the newsletter, you have control. You can, you know. Right. And it helps you connect. Like, I love to just do random little questions. What do you think of this idea? Would you rather I write this book or that book? Um, is this just crazy? Who's your favorite character? Just to kind of get their ideas and thoughts. And it's sort of more fun that way. <laughs> right. I can see that. And what do you think of the feedback is? I mean, do you get a lot of feedback when you do the newsletters? Um, I do sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like it, it depends on what questions I ask. Right. Like if, right. if you ask someone to name your book, they're going to be like, no, nah, that's, that's too much work because naming books is just worst <laughs> right do you but, find that it's it's helpful to be in a lot more of the groups i mean with 26 26 books to your name looking at your review base do you have a lot of people because i know people do street teams they do authors upon authors helping each other with their work um you know what i mean sharing the books yeah. in their stream so do you find any of that helpful in what you're doing i i actually i run a couple things to help out authors like i have a a one little small group on facebook it's mostly with my publisher and people there but i open it up to others to like mm -hmm. when you have a new release i'll send out an email blast with like promo images and stuff and then they can all share it on social media and okay. i also set up like giveaways um mm -hmm. four giveaways throughout the year and three of them are kind of fun because they're like countdowns it started with like an advent calendar so each day ah. it was like a different author and a different book. So oh, it's like okay. well, you guys get like your own giveaway. You get this whole day to yourself. And it's kind of a, you know, all water rises, all boats sort of situation. And right. I feel like that's really helped kind of grow because we all sort of help each other. But right. some of the other Facebook groups, I don't know, it sort of feels like a waste of time. Especially as oh, like yeah. the algorithm keeps changing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Especially I, ones. <laughs> now I, I understand the definition of algorithm, but I don't know if I'm the best. Um, my, <laughs> my assistant who is all great in so many things. I mean, she's mm -hmm. like always constantly trying to tell me different things. And I'm like, can you do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I really am getting this. And cause she's like, she probably just rolls her eyes. I'm like, yes, you can do it. And I will whip you, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> but she's great. I mean, her count on her accounts are awesome. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm very lucky to have her. I'll just want to brag her out right now because there are so many <laughs> people fighting to have my PA. And I'm like, ha ha, got her first. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Wait, let's, I want to back it up just a minute. Now my timer's going to go off, so I am going to try to stop it because it is really loud. Let's see. Okay, we got 11 <laughs> seconds left. Okay. Because when it goes off, it'll blow your ears. Now, when you signed up with this, you had a book called Fang Screen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about the book and the series I believe that it's involved in. Uh, okay. The, the series itself was just a case of me wanting to basically do paranormal romances around kind of more off holidays, like St. Mm -hmm. Patrick's Day, Fall Solstice. Um, I did Krampus Knot. I have a Krampus book. <laughs> oh, cool. And then Fang Screen is just sort of the summer solstice because it's hard to come up with a good summer holiday. But basically, this one started as I was talking with one of my editors about like she was going to have to go do a bunch of summer books to edit and she was dreading it because she hated summer. So I thought, what what creature would like absolutely despise summer? A vampire because it's always sunny and hot and everybody's necks are slathered in sunscreen. Mm -hmm. so that led to the idea of dropping this like old school European, you know, kind of vampire on like a tropical island. <laughs> oh, jeez! And he just hates it. He just despises being there. Like Jareth is just like the grumpy puppy kind of, you know, character that's just seems to hate everything in life. And then he sees this like golden God guy just hanging out on his beach and he's like lost. He is so shocked and falls so deep into it. And all of his plans to go back to his dark, drafty castle are just gone. Mm. <laughs> wow. I love vampire books, so I'm really into that kind of stuff. I really <laughs> am. I love supernatural things, and I love mm -hmm. the series Supernatural. Just putting that out there. I'm a big <laughs> Dean fan. Ah. Just going, yeah, just going with Dean it. If you, if you, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, the angel and stuff is okay, but Dean is my man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, was, it was Dean all the way, mm -hmm. you know? I could have kept watching as long, even when they were walking with walkers. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a reboot um, or they might like come back to it. Well, I want it. I want it. I would be there. I'd be there. I would with bells on, with bells on. I love that. I love it. There's not an episode that I could say, oh my God, that sucked. I would not mm -hmm. say that. It's like, no, no. But I'm a real Sookie Stackhouse fan too. I would have watched that to eternity as well. So there you go. There's so much so, fun you can have with paranormal because you can do anything, yes, you know? Like yes. You're, you're free to just do whatever. Like, I just finished writing a dryad romance where mm -hmm. I basically dropped uh, my human main female character into this world of tree spirits. And mm -hmm. it was kind of a lot of fun because I had to do like a ton of research on trees and then work like their biology and all that stuff into it and just invent new fun things that the trees do. And it's like oh, wow. freeing. <laughs> Well, there's there's endless bounds to how you can create um, mm -hmm. fictional in general, but sci-fi and paranormal to me, because there's so many possibilities of creation. Yeah. You know, you can create your own world. You can create your own species. It's just endless, endless bound. <laughs> I want to thank you so much tonight for being on, Ellen. Thank you so much for having me. It's been oh, tons it, was, of fun. <laughs> it was a joy. Thank you for being on. Um, as I've been doing here lately, we're going to talk just a little bit about an Amazon ad. I always like to find something different. 
And if you are a tea drinker, I love tea. Actually, I've got a cup of it right here with me. If you can hear it jingling. This is loose leaf tea sampler. There's 10 varieties, 50 servings, 3.5 ounces, 100 GM tea variety packs, black, green, oolong, cha, white, brew as hot, iced, or kombucha. I've got the kombucha. I'm not a real big fan of that style, but I get this tea. This is 35% off. It's used to be $21.99, and now it is $14.39. As always, guys, the link will be in the bio. Thank you so much for listening, all of my listeners. As always, until next time, bye-bye for now.